Good morning, Nachum. Good Erev. Yom Tov, everybody. Wow. We are about to embrace the last two days of Pesach. Before I go into the main miracle of Shavish of Pesach, the Shira Sayom, I'd like to first remind everybody that Motsoei Yom Tov, this Thursday night, one should abstain from using any chametz that they might have sold to their respective rav till after he finishes, number one, the uh, negotiation with the non-Jew. Second of all, I just want to use this opportunity as a very important one that even though there might be a little difference in some of the uh, pricing that your kosher store provides for you as opposed to the larger stores and ask your rub which ones sold their chametz. The bottom line is it's so important that we support our local vendors, our local ones that provide for us all year long, not just the food but the environment. That's a very, very special point, and we should be grateful to them for this and try to support them to the best of our ability, not to buy only those things that you can't get in ShopRite, Pathmark, etc. Okay, I'd like to... Ouch! I don't want to talk about the ending and closing of the Yom Tov, but I am going to tell you that in the Kriya Torah for... Hashem, first day, meaning Shvi Shal Pesach, we are going to read the uh, beginning of Parshas Bishalach, and we read of Shira Sayyam, the song the Jewish people sang upon their emerging from the sea. Mirz Hashem, we'll come back to that in a few moments. On the last day of Pesach, we read from Pashas Re'eh, the Moadim in Pashas Re'eh, and there the Torah says regarding the last day of Pesach, the Torah says, Oviyom HaShvi'i Atzeres L'Hashem Elokecha L'Hosasem Elokecha. Now the term Atzeres literally means a time to withdraw. What does that mean? To ponder, to think. We've now spent seven days, and what is the lesson that we're taking away from this Yom Tov? So, if you look in the Sapurno, Yom Hashvi Atzeres, on that Pasuk, Netzru, we gather together, Yisrael Yachdov, Lavudas Hokel Yisborach. We focus on Hashem, the Shira Lo Shira, they sang, song on Shvishal Chagamatzos, therefore, Niktash Oso Hayom, because our ancestors took the initiative and they sang Shira, a form of Halil to Hashem, therefore the day became holy. Man can put into nature the ability to bring about holiness, and therefore of Losase Melocha, Kilulei Zeh, for were it not for this, 
Were it not for this, that we responded with the Shira, which we'll talk about in a moment. Like the seventh day of Sukkos. Hoshana Rabbah. Shina Shvi Shalom, Mikra Kodesh. Hoshana Rabbah is not a Mikra Kodesh. The last day, as we know, is a separate Yom Tov of Shemini Atzeres. So, what gives the character, according to the Sephorno, is the Shira of this day. Now, I'd like to share with you what I call a delicious base Halevi, who talks, number one, in Parshas Vayigash, when Yaakov Avinu is on his way down to Mitzrayim. So Hashem says to him, Oh my goodness, Yaakov, I know you're afraid, but I want to tell you, Yaakov, that number one, just there, counterintuitive, in Mitzrayim, in a place which is most debased, immorality, uh, idolatry, just there, there's going to be a great nation emerging. And on the Pasuk, Hashem says to Yaakov Avinu, I will go down with you to Egypt, and I will also come up with you. So what does that mean? It means, don't worry, Hashem is going to be with us even when we are in exile. But a little bit deeper, says the Beis HaLevi, whoa, the Beis HaLevi says that Hashem gave Yaakov Avinu a a promise, that he would never change Teva, he would never change nature, except for the Yeshua, for the benefit of saving Klal Yisrael. Amazing. No other nation says, well, in your situation, God kept the sun in its place. Right? Shemesh Begivon Dom. Yeshua says, Shemesh over Gimel, the sun over Gimel, be silent. What does that mean? That as the, we had it first, as the sun traverses the sky, there's a, quote, whistle while you work. What does that mean? The sun is praising Hashem. In order to tell the sun to stop, he says to him, don't keep quiet. He doesn't say amor. Amazing. Does any other people, now we know that there's a history from the South American community that the sun did not rise that morning. Unbelievable. Okay, not that we need their support. We believe that it happened. For no other nation would HaKadosh Baruch Hu do this. Now watch. For no other nation would HaKadosh Baruch Hu split the sea. Something which is completely the Mala Merateva, extraordinary and incredible miracle. Now, listen carefully. Says the base Halevi, there's a very significant difference between the miracles that God performed in Egypt and the miracle that was performed at the Yamsuf. In Egypt, the miracle came about through 
Hashem punishing the Egyptians. In Parshas, Lech Lecha, Hashem tells Avraham that the nation will treat them as strangers, slaves, and persecute them. They went beyond. Throwing Jewish babies into the sea went beyond. Therefore, they deserve to be punished. Hashem punished them. So all the miracles that came about, the ten plagues in Egypt, including the uh, slaying of the firstborn, all this was to punish Mitzrayim. Now, says the Beis HaLevi, at the splitting of the Red Sea, whoa, we have something very different. Now we have Rachamim. Now that the Jewish people slaughtered the God of Egypt, now that the Jewish people circumcised themselves, as we said at the Pesach Seder, with your bloods, the blood of Mila, which is the person's personal uh, identification with Hashem, and the bloods of uh, the Korban Pesach, which is one's communal uh, identification with Hashem. With these two bloods, we now deserved it. In Mitzrayim, it was Midas Hadin. It was God's judgment against the people of Mitzrayim. Now, on the Yam, it was Rachamim. Rachamim to save the Jewish people. And therefore, whoa, watch this. How many Psukim are there in the Shira? You'll count, depending on how you count, 18, 19. Now, I'd like to ask one question. How many extra Psukim? Wow. Are they in the Torah? And I'd like to suggest that there are none. Oh yeah? So you're going to tell me the very last verse. Rabbi, the Torah says, Kivar, sis paro, Rosha When Paro's horse, chariots, came in the sea. Vayoshev Hashem aleyem, esmei hayom. Hashem drowned them in the sea. And, and the Jewish people were saved. That's it. I don't need any more. I'm saying thank you, Hashem, for drowning them, saving us. Why do we have to have the first 18 psukim? Why do we need all these psukim? The last one wraps it up and says it all. Says the Beis HaLevi beautifully. The first 18 psukim, my friends, and this is worthy to share with your friends. The first 18 psukim are really a different theme. The theme is Hashem is doing incredible wonders. And we're saying, here's the punchline, thank you Hashem for doing these wonders through B'nai Yisrael, that we were the individuals through whom God was glorified throughout the world. Every mommy throughout the world giving their baby a bath in the bathtub, when Abba came home, what's doing today? You're not going to believe it. The water split. Every river, the water split. Everyone knew something magnificent was happening in the world, which never happened before. This is what the Beis HaLevi says. Hashem told Yaakov, this is what materialized on Shvi Shel Pesach. And therefore, how privileged we were and we are today. That... When we go to Eretz Yisrael, support Eretz Yisrael, every which way, monetarily, through our davening, through our pining, through our yearning there, we are connecting with, today, the incredible potential for 
monumental Kiddush Hashem. It's a difficult process. It's Chevlei Leido. It's birth pangs, which are happening now. Our brothers, some of which are not yet connected, they will be. There are only two kinds of Jews, remember. Those who are observing and enjoy the Shabbos, and those who are not yet. But they will. They'll see the beauty. And it's our obligation to show it here to our neighbors who are Jewish and not yet, to our co-workers, any which way that you can do it, this is our responsibility. And finally, I just want to close. This is a required reading. Take a look at the Meshach on the Pasuk Oseh Pele. Hashem did and does wonders, okay? He says very clearly, bringing the Pasuk in Micha, chapter 7, verse 15, just as when you left Egypt, I will show you wonders. Now, what's a wonder? A wonder is something that nobody could have anticipated. And therefore, he says, very interestingly, when the telegraph first came out, I'm sorry, it was before my time, but you can only imagine the idea that in one place in the world, you can send a message to another place at the other end of the world. Wow! That was such a, quote, scientific breakthrough at the time. Whoa! It blew everybody's minds. Thereafter, when the telephone came, sure, it was a significant improvement, but it was not appreciated as much because it was a further enhancement of the concept of communicating from one part of the world to the other, and that we have FaceTime, etc., etc. Okay, but that's all building on the original Pele of the telegraph. Says the Meshachachma, in the future, the miracles that are going to happen to the Jewish people who make those that occurred in the past pale. In other words, my friends, we have not seen anything yet. Wow! What a wonderful way to leave the Yom Tov, not just invigorated, not just excited, not just having the afikoman in our mouths and the beautiful lessons and singing and commitment that we have uh, provided for ourselves at the Pesach Seder. But in Hashem, through our counting of the Omer, which we've already done, we will Please, God, anticipate with excitement our own communal, personal Kabbalah Satora through the counting of the Omer. And I pray that we should enjoy the last few days, pinch yourself, and say thank you, Hashem, for doing all these wonders through Klau Yisrael. A good Yom Tov to all.